This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Humor, what I believe to be one of the most effective forms of evangelization today. Yes, humor. It's got a way of breaking down barriers, softening hearts, and quite frankly, a good sense of humor is just healthy. The other day I had the opportunity to speak with whom I believe to be one of the funniest evangelizers out there, the Catholic guy, Lino Rulli. We talked about his life, we talked about his faith, oh, and we talked about the time he mixed up his Italian when he met the Pope. Here's how it went. Three-time Emmy winner, host of the Catholic on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, personal media advisor to Cardinal Timothy Dolan, and in his free time. He enjoys staring at a blank white wall with a glass of boxed red wine in one hand, a turkey leg in the other. He lives a rich and a full life. Lino Rulli. Hello, Lino. What an introduction. By the way, I, I want to get invited to the drinking thing. That you want that like thing? Fun. That, that's going to be a blast. We're not going to have boxed red wine, though, I'll tell you that. Well, that's not as classy in Iowa. This, you know, I'm a Minnesotan. This is how we do it in Minnesota. It's yeah, box wine. I forgot about that. You are from Minnesota, aren't you? Yeah, I lived in New York now more than 10 years, so supposedly I'm a New Yorker. Don't worry, I won't cuss. But I'm a Minnesotan, so that's how we enjoy doing things is the red wine. Dude, it doesn't get cold. doesn't freeze. Let me ask you this. What's the deal? Every time, every time I come out to Jersey or New York... You, you you skip town. You skip countries, actually. You're you're in, like, Rome. You're in the Holy Land. I mean, was it something I said? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would take it personal if I was you, John. I sent him a text. <laughs> hey, Lino, I'm in town. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in Lebanon right now. Uh, I cannot uh, I cannot be with you. So, I, you know, I miss you, man. I wanted to see you. I, you know, whenever whenever I brought my show to Iowa, you're nice enough to come on my show. Whenever yeah. you come to New York, I'm nice enough to leave. I think it's a very healthy balance, actually. <laughs> That's exactly the way it is, man. That's the way it is. Okay, so I want to know about your career here. You know, we, we've had dinner before. We've talked, but I've never really kind of dove into your career. What brought you from Minnesota to New York? How did this happen? Uh some would say God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too religious on this show, but it's okay to bring him up occasionally, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, honestly, and that's that's the way it is, I think, in my life, and probably for a lot of people's lives, is when something completely bizarre is introduced to your life, you think to yourself, well, is this complete coincidence or is this actually God? So I was living in Minnesota. Yeah. I, I worked in television for like a decade or so, nearly out of the complete blue. An invitation came along to would I want to work, or would I want to move to New York City and work in radio? And of course, the answer was no. Right. But the the idea was so bizarre that it had to at least I actually had to think about it and pray about it. And that's what happened was I I got an invitation to they were starting something called the Catholic Channel at the time it was Sirius Satellite Radio, not Sirius XM after the merger. But uh, it was just that that bizarre of a thing and the. Uh, Cardinal Archbishop of New York at the time, Cardinal Egan, who passed away now, uh, he, he'd be running this channel, and it was like, well, do you want to do this? And I was like, well, no, why would I want to do this? This right. has nothing to do with my life. And a priest friend of mine said, you know, Lino, just consider it, think about it, because it might be an invitation that obviously you had never thought of before. That's That's the shortest version of how I ended up in Catholic radio in New York. You have interviewed everyone. 
I mean, you, you really have. I mean, you have sat across the table or interviewed everyone that, that I mean, you can think of. Favorite person you've ever interviewed in 10 years on SiriusXM? You. Well, yeah, of course, me. I know that. <laughs> Second favorite. Well, you know who everyone gets excited about is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And, yeah. and the reason for that is, I think, both cool and strange. If, if you take a moment, you know, you go, Okay, Mark Wahlberg's obviously very, very successful, made a ton of money, makes all sorts of movies, executive producing TV shows, and goes to church every day. Yeah. And so there's an immediate attraction. I mean, women think he's like the best-looking guy, second only to you. Right, exactly. We have to caveat all of this. (laughs) Everything is a caveat. Yes, exactly. But a guy like that, you go, well, and, and I think part of him thinks it's sort of strange. He's like... Yeah, I mean, what can I tell you? I wake up every morning, the first thing I do is get down on my knees and pray, and uh, that's how I start my day, and I go to church every day because I, I don't want to try to live without. And but, but at the same time, John, what's interesting is if this guy was not successful, if he was just some kid from Boston, nobody would care. He would sure. have been, not been my favorite person ever having on the show. And and so what's always interesting to me is, is if we dig a little deeper, kind of like when we tell stories of guys who become priests or women who become sisters who were good-looking or successful, and yet they still became priests or sisters. Right. The, the underlying story is, hey, look, they had options, and yet they still chose God. Hmm. So when I have somebody like Mark Wahlberg on, honestly, as great as it is to have A-listers on, I think for the most part what's even more interesting is how most of us average folk live our lives, if we live our lives and try to live our lives with God around that, that, to me, in many ways, is even more interesting. A lot of radio hosts kind of have a shtick. You don't really have one. I mean, your your shtick is just being real. You know, you've never apologized for it. It's just, I mean, even your book, I love it, Sinner, and then that's like you kind of pointing to yourself there. Like, this is just you. You put yourself out there. You're not kind of putting on a facade when it comes to Catholicism or your faith. I mean, you, you joke constantly about having to go to confession. Uh, you know, I mean, this is just you. you you're not afraid to put yourself out there. I, I think... People, especially Catholics, I think they find that refreshing, man. So that is my shtick, John. Yeah. You see, I said, you said I, I didn't have one, and then and <laughs> right. the fact is my shtick is just being myself, but uh, primarily because I've tried to be everybody else, and they won't let me. I believe it's called identity theft in a <laughs> yes, lot of Yes, exactly, countries. exactly. I mean, but uh, you, you, have, you have made yourself uh, not into kind of a, a clone of anyone else. I mean, this is just you. You put yourself out there, and now... Uh, you have people listening to your show. I mean, thousands of people listening to your show on a daily basis, uh, and many non-Catholics too. I mean, I and I watch your your feeds on Facebook. You know, I love your Facebook lives. Uh, it always notifies me in the right hand corner of my screen when Lino Ruli goes live. By the way, I got to turn Thank off you. something there. Uh, but anyway, you you have that on there. You're always going live. You're just having fun around your apartment there. Your new wife, Jill. I know a lot about your life, man. Yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah. I think we need, well, we need to talk to the authorities. Listen, I'm in your I'm in your living room every day. I feel like <laughs> you know, quite literally here. And I mean, I think I think that getting back to the thing about shtick and whether it be my Facebook Live or me on the radio or me talking about going to confession or whatever, I think. And again, I'm, I'm certainly no expert in all of this, but the, the way media is going, and certainly I think the way the church is going, is in a place of even more transparency, even yeah. more accessibility, yeah. right? We, we've got a pope currently living not in the papal apartments, but in a place called the Doma Santa Marta, basically a hotel at the Vatican, mm-hmm. because he wanted to be more accessible. He wanted to have people be able to walk up to him during dinner. I mean, he doesn't actually want that, but he wants the opportunities to be around people that right. people can see into his life. He's got an Instagram account. 
I mean, it, who in the world thought that the Pope would have an Instagram account? Not the Pope, because yeah. he's a dinosaur. In his own words, he doesn't even know what an Instagram right. account is. Uh, I mean, it, don't you think that yeah. this, this has been something that we saw? John Paul II started talking about this. He yeah. would talk about his personal life. He was talking about going to confession. He would talk about uh, wanting to be an actor. Like, things that the Church has slowly, I'd say in the last 30, 40 years, been seeing, as this is the way society goes, that... that openness and transparency and acknowledgement of, of even being sinners and all the rest is, I mean, first of all, it's just being honest, but secondly, it's that approachability that says, well, this would, this would make the faith a little bit more attractive and a little bit less scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many popes have you met? Uh, how many have you met? Uh, none. Well, oh, I, well Benedict Sixteenth walked within an inch of me, and he looked right into my eyes, and my camera broke. Well, good, because you're not supposed to be taking pictures. You I know. Shook his hand. That an was, away. Listen, it's a regret for the rest of my life. Well, he, he was it was a liturgy, so he couldn't, you know, he wasn't sticking out his hand or anything like that. But uh, uh, how many I, have you met? I've met a few. I mean, most importantly, more than you, and I think ultimately <laughs> uh, that's what's important in life. But uh, What, what <laughs> do you say to him? Like, what do you, huh? Have you met Francis yet? Sure, I've met him a couple times. What do you say? Uh, to be honest, I was... I was with my fiance at the time, now my wife, yeah. and I told him, all in Italian here, but I told him that we were getting married six months from now and that I would be a big cross for her and her life. And he laughed, <laughs> and he looked at my then fiance and said, getting married to him, it's like you're going to prison, huh? <laughs> Did he really? This is all true. This is all <laughs> That is awesome. And, and so I said, for, well, I, I'll tell you what I meant to say. I, I meant to say, can you pray for us? I, I screwed up. I was a little nervous. And I, I said, can we pray for you? Wow. And he said, yes. And I said, oh, no, no. I mean, can you pray for us? I screwed up. I don't, I don't pray for you here. <laughs> I got that wrong. Can, will you pray for us? And he did. We had, we had a, a moment of silent prayer, maybe 10 seconds of silent prayer of just my fiance, then again, now my wife, yeah. uh, the Pope and I. And we've had that, and at the time I had actually broken my ankle, and so after the prayers he had asked me how I broke my ankle, that I break it playing soccer. And we, we just, he's, he's a guy. We, we had just a regular conversation. Now, That's awesome. I will say when I met John Paul II, uh, I completely choked and got out no more words than thank you, Holy Father. Oh, no. Right. Hey, you learned your lesson now, huh? Yeah, you got to practice. If you're going to meet the Pope, you got to practice, practice, practice what you're going to say or just be... Uh, completely comfortable hey, that's around, it. around holiness, which I'm usually not, but in that particular case. Hey, you know I, what? I'm comfortable around you. This was fun. I'm putting this on my podcast. Lino Ruley, three-time Emmy winner, host of The Catholic Guy. Tune in, Sirius XM. You get a lot of this. It's fun. It's hilarious. And uh, you know what? It's Catholic, and that's what I love about it. Lino, God bless you, man. Thanks for coming yeah. on the show. God bless you, brother. I don't talk to you enough. It's nice talking to you, we got to do it again. Talk to you soon. So there you have it, friends. Yeah, the guy's got a gift. We have to be willing to laugh as Catholics. A healthy sense of humor goes a long way when helping ourselves and others gain a better perspective on life. I can't help but think how funny our Lord was in a crowd. Many of the saints we know followed suit. Thanks again to Lino Rulli, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, reminding your friends to take part in the show. Visit Your Catholic Life Podcast. Dot com for more. That's it for me today, friends. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm John Leonetti. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.